Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain that everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And I'm joined today by my guest, Michael Graham, coaching student and realtor extraordinaire. And if you want to refer business to Michael... You could always do that. He is in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, land of the blazing sun, where we have no gangs, but we do have very impolite maitre d's, so you want to be careful. But you could call him at 480-628-9392, toll-free day or night. Michael, how are you? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? Great. Now, you have agreed to be the subject of ridicule. I mean, uh, my guest on my uh, show and talk about doing a CMA, the Fearless Agent way, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. You can completely make fun of me, Bob. No, Thank I'm you. kidding. So uh, we're not going to be <laughs> making fun of you. We're going to be laughing at you. It's completely different. So oh, um, perfect. So realtors uh, think wrong things when they're doing CMAs. One of them is price per square foot. There is no such thing because that includes the land. So where where it would cost you maybe 200 and some dollars to build a house, the extra square footage, the real the appraiser would give you about $35 for. And then the other common thing is thinking that sold comps matter. So if the if the market is shooting up, do sold comps matter? No. If the market is shooting down, do sold comps matter? No. So when do they matter? They really never matter. So the actives that are that your subject property is competing with. Uh, and what's the str- just the street name, not the address, the street your property is on that we're going to talk about? Uh, it is on Charter Oak. Okay, Charter Oak. And that's not too far from where I live. So Charter Oak. And then, uh, so what I, what I always have you do, and you've already done this to, for in the interest of time, so we're not doing too much math on the air, which is uh, icing the crowd, they call it in radio. But uh, I always ask you to say, so think of it from the buyer's point of view. Uh, the, the, you're not trying to justify the value that the seller thinks it's worth because the buyers don't do that. They, the buyer's mindset is, why would I ever pay this for this piece of junk. Oh my gosh, what would I? So that's their mindset. So you're trying to appeal to the customer and the customer is looking in a much larger area. So if the if the appraiser was going to appraise that Charter Oak house, they would look maybe, uh, they would never look farther than a mile away. They'd look for sold comps that are within the the same neighborhood, if possible, that have sold in the very same area recently 
and then that are not wildly different in square footage, wildly different in condition, wildly different in lot size, that kind of stuff. So, but the sell, but the buyers are different. So, when you're working with a buyer, like my house, when I bought my house, uh, I'm living where I live. What is the farthest house or neighborhood that I looked at other houses potentially live in? And the answer could be 10 miles. You know, it could be it could be five miles. It could be 20 miles. So buyers look at a much larger area. And you always hear the old story, you know, buyers are liars. Well, that's because they said they wanted to live in this neighborhood, in this school district only. And then they end up bopping into an open house 10 miles down the road, buy that one. And that's that's how they do it. So. So you're going to look at equal to or greater than, because if the buyer is willing to buy your house on Charter Oak, they would be willing to buy one bigger than, better than, closer to town, which is better. So the Charter Oak house, is it one story or two? One story. Okay. So I'm going to have everybody just write that down. So one story, and then how many square feet is it? It is 3493. Okay. So we're going to search one-story houses only and because two-story is worse than one story so if it was a two-story we would look at both one stories and two stories but not three stories and nothing is three stories high in arizona so you wouldn't even have that so 3200 square feet or bigger because 3400 and 3200 you can't tell the difference if you're walking into them so we're going to search all the houses in a 10 mile radius that means 10 miles north east west and south of your subject property that are 3,200 square feet or greater. And how many bedrooms does yours have? Four beds. So we're looking at four bedrooms or more, and it has a two-car garage or a three-car garage? Three-car garage. Now that is a, uh, in that neighborhood, do all the houses have three-car garages? Do most of them have three-car garages or do most of them have two-car garages? Most of them have three-car garages. Okay. So I'm a little hesitant to look at three-car garages or more because it's uncommon. What year was that house built? Uh, 1990. That was a three-car garage was very uncommon in 1990. These days that's more common. So I'm going to do two-car garage search or better. Did I have you do that before? You did. Okay. And then uh, what else am I forgetting to ask? The number of bathrooms don't matter because they always have two if there's 3,200 square feet. And is the lot size unusually large? Uh, 14,000 square feet. So Okay, that's a little bit larger than normal. So uh, I, I would leave that out, okay, of the search and because uh, that's something people screw up when they're filling out the listing so did i forget anything did i tell you anything else am i leaving and are the pressures of the podcast i might forget something michael help me 10 mile under eight hundred thousand. yeah so when you uh, search i told you to to uh by the way when you did you ask the seller the million dollar question not yet okay <laughs> so when whenever a fearless a agent better. books an appointment they ask a bunch of questions about the house so they can do this ballpark market analysis thing that we're doing. And then you say, uh, if you were going to win a million dollars by guessing correctly, what price realistically do you think a buyer would pay for your house, Mrs. Seller? And she says, oh, I think uh, 
900 or whatever, and then you just write that down. But if you ask that question that way, they're almost always right. But it is a mental health quiz because we want to find out if they're nuts before we show up. Right, Michael? Exactly. So then uh, the uh, – but do you have any inkling as to what the seller's pricing idea was? Um, when I took the listing 70-some-odd days ago, um, you know, we listed at 875, and it's been slow. So I think he's hoping for 850 or 825. Okay. But my guess would be it's more like 800. Okay. So if they're hoping for 825, you know they'll take 800, and they and you know they probably think it's worth 775. So when you did your search, I said adjust the price up and down so it's actives only, one story yep. only, uh, 10 mile radius, 3,200 square feet or more, four bedrooms or more, two car garage or more, and. What was the price that you had to adjust the search to to end up with about twenty? Seven fifty, and I ended up with twenty three. And I forgot to ask you: was that active? Active uh, only. With active only, so mm-hmm. not the UCD. Still for sale. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Did you do active only so, or something else? No, I did active under contract with. Can you switch it real quick while we're on the air? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's hurrying. He's hurrying. Now would be a good time for a shameless plug. By the way, if any (laughs) of this stuff we talk about makes sense to you out there and you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, if you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone, and we'll see if you... And Mike and I did that, and we, he was earning less than he wished he was and was open to the idea of having some help, and he was doing pretty okay anyway. Uh, and uh, it turned out it was a good fit. So you can call me, 480-385-8810. I love talking to realtors. Don't ever think you're bothering me. Don't be scared to call just because I tell stupid jokes in the YouTube videos that you saw. I'm a nice guy. Michael, am I a nice guy? <laughs> Super. Okay. Super nice, yeah. So don't That's text, funny. don't email, always call. <laughs> and if you can't afford the coaching but you wish you could, just go to fearlessagent.com, watch all our videos, watch the free webinar, and that'll give you a sense of what we're all about. But we only care about one thing, and that is making you rich, selling real estate, and making sure you have a nice, easy life at the same time. So, Michael, have you done your homework? Yes. It took me one second. So, How many you got now? I've got 24 at 775. Okay, so 775 was the cap. Now let's go to the very cheapest one. And I'm going to walk everybody through the mindset of this is the way I want you to look at it, okay? So go to that cheapest one, 775. Right, or the right. cheapest one, which would be much lower than 775. Yeah, uh, 489.9. Okay, so if that, by the way, does yours have an association fee? It does. What is the amount of that? The amount of the association fee is one twenty-five a month. So if I take one hundred and twenty-five dollars as a payment on a loan, okay, and I do a thirty-year loan at five percent interest, the value of that would be twenty about twenty-five thousand dollars. So if okay. you're comparing yours, which has that association fee of $125, to one that does not have an association fee, you'd have to 
adjust by $25,000, okay? So yours would be $25,000 less valuable. So if this one that we're looking at, does does it have an association fee? Uh, the one that's the, the comp. Most expensive one mm-hmm. for four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me look it up real quick. So Let's pretend it doesn't. Whatever its sales it price turns out to be, you'd oh, have to adjust online. it up. Or excuse <clears throat> me, down. Because yours is less valuable for, in that way, if it was. So you always have to keep that in mind. So okay. let's pretend that I'm going to give you that comp for free. Okay, what street is it on? Beverly Lane. And it was 489 was the price? Correct. Okay, so if they're listed at 489, what do I know? The agent is not a fearless agent because it's priced boneheadedly, as I like to call it. So no one in the history of the universe has ever searched 490 and below. They search in that price range 500 and below or 475 and below. So everybody that's searching 475 and below, that house priced at 489 is invisible to them. So they're actually asking 500 and they're giving away 10 grand of their seller's money. Bonehead, don't do that. Okay. So so now uh, if I let's say I was going to give you that property for free, okay? Okay. Because I'm a nice guy. Or, or I'll give you the one on Charter Oak for free. Now you have to live in it for you know five or ten years and care about it appreciating. Which would you rather have for free? The Charter Oak house. And why is that? Because it's a nicer house in a nicer area with more amenities. And where is the other one? Uh, what makes it a worse area? Greenway. Where is it? I mean, I'm 16th Street and Greenway. Much worse area. Okay, easy. Now now go to the next one. If I would give them both to you for free, the subject property is free or that one is free, which would you prefer? Subject property, free. Okay, same thing. Now, let's skip to the most expensive one on the list, the 775 one. Okay. In the interest of time. If that one is free and yours is free, which would you prefer? Do I have time on the air to look at pictures, Bob? No. You can look at one (laughs) picture, just the outside picture, but which is – forget the picture because the picture is kind of a matter of taste. So leave that out of it. If you say to yourself, I don't like those style houses. I don't like a house with a flat roof. I don't like that. That's a style thing. So leave – and condition, by the way is worth almost nothing. So upgrades and all that, that's almost worth nothing because you can change that. You know, the location being in a bad area, you can't change that, but you can fix the mm-hmm. the trim and the uh, surfaces. So the most expensive one, 775 for free. I'll give it to you for free or I'll give you a Charter Oak for free. Which would you want for free? I would probably take Charter Oak for free. Okay, then you need to raise your search to eight fifty. But here's the here's the bottom line. Let's say, let's let's pretend that you let's just take that seven seventy five one. Okay, and it's close, by the way. It is really close. Close in what? Like it's a tie? Like it's and hard I to tell? Almost, yeah, it's almost a tie. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go with that then. Let's go. Drive, let's probably. go with that one. So read the remarks. Okay. <laughs> Of the one that you're you're looking at, seven seventy five. Read the remarks to me. 
Stonegate Vintage, a must-see and popular Edmonds expanded four-bedroom, terrific value at two thirteen per square foot. Ah, oh, ouch! Oh, I just heard price per square foot, which lets me know that that agent is new or severely boneheaded. Yeah, because there's no <laughs> such thing. So they're they're new. Don't read the agent's name, by the way. And then uh, yeah. what else? Master split floor plans wide open, whether you're in the formal living and dining or enjoying the kitchen, the family room openness. Lots of light through upper <clears throat> windows, lush front and rear. Yards create ter- terrific curb appeal and backyard enjoyment. Major infrastructure expenses already handled, so you won't have to be included in a new roof uh, 2016. New HVAC 2018 spacious master bedroom. Added reading room and air in the room area. Master bath includes new glass shower and tile. Okay, it sounds but lovely. It sounds lovely. Who wouldn't want to live there, right? It's lush front and back. By the way, I have a lush front and back, but that's another story. So the uh, so okay. let's pretend it's a tie. Okay, like you're really not sure. Now, is that one closer to town or farther from town? And I'm talking about Phoenix, the town. Phoenix, the town, not downtown Scottsdale, the town? Yeah, Phoenix. Well, uh, both. Both would be closer to town. So which uh, is it? Farther Is it further. farther from downtown Phoenix from ch- yeah. or is Charter Oak farther, which is farther? No, Terra Drive is farther. Okay, so that is, and how much farther is it in miles, minutes? Um, probably 15 minutes and 7 miles. Okay, well, that's a long way. So that's worth no, a no, lot less. Miles. I'm totally off. Let's see if that's... This is what five, day drinking does miles. to Michael, in case you wondered. <clears throat> How many miles? <laughs> Probably four, four or five miles. That's a long way. Okay, so that's yeah. worth much less. So the land like underneath... right on the cusp of Scottsdale and Fountain Hill. Like it's in that... Oh, that's way too far. Okay. Yeah. So that would... So we're going we're, we're gonna to not... We would not buy that one instead, it would double in value much slower and be a much worse investment. So there's no doubt about that. So you have to keep that in mind. So let's say it was a little bit closer and it was about a tie, okay? Then you'd say, okay. So if that's true, by the way, how many days in the market has that one been on the market? Kara has been on the market four days. Okay. So that doesn't tell me anything. So let's say it was on the market for 40 days. That would tell me a lot. That would tell me there's no way in the world it could possibly be worth 750. If it's been on the market for 40 days at 775, I know there's no possible way it's worth 750. It could be worth 725, but there is no evidence of that, but it's possible. So you would know that to compete with it, you would have to be priced below 725 if it had been on the market for 40 days. Now, this is on the market four days. That doesn't tell me anything. Uh, if I could look it up in the history and it had been on the market previously, you know, for at the same price or something for a bunch of days, that might tell me something. So then you, you would adjust for the differences in the features, the condition, which again is not worth very much, the location, which I, that one's so far, I wouldn't consider it. Uh, and then go to the one that's below it, the one that's priced just below that one. Let's look at that one. 775 Via Ruidosa. 
Okay, now I, I think that one is closer to town than yours, isn't it? I will look at the map, but I believe so. Yes, it is. Okay, <clears throat> so McCormick if Ranch. they're both free, the lovely McCormick Ranch where I live, oh, it's God's country, let me tell you. <laughs> so um, so which uh, would you rather have for free? Yeah, the one in Via Rediosa. Okay, so uh, th- that is a much better location, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not very far from yours, so it's not a lot better, but it is better. And then uh, the general neighborhood is better, too. McCormick Ranch is like the nicest neighborhood on planet Earth, literally. So uh, what what other things? Are there any feature differences? Read the remarks. Let's do it that way. That's always fun. Beautiful home in a suburb location in Scottsdale. This property has been updated and well taken care of. The layout is well thought out with a private master suite and a separate guest area with a full bath. The property is in recently remodeled and in full move-in ready with newer kitchen and bath. Entertainment in the backyard with an oversized patio, artificial turf, and large sparkling pool. The house sits facing north-south on a premium cul-de-sac right next to the park with tennis, basketball, and playground. Walk to Lucy's, The Vig, LA Fitness, and more right now. <laughs> You're naming places that aren't even open yet. That's funny. <clears throat> That is fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is a great area. So, so that one. Now, what's the association fee on that one? Association on this is two ten annually. Okay, so if I take two hundred and ten dollars uh, divided by twelve, that's seventeen dollars a month. Okay, so yours is about a hundred dollars uh, worse. Okay, per month, which is twenty thousand dollars worse. Okay, so you'd take that price of seven seventy five. Yours, your comp is worse than because the association fee is higher. The value of that association fee is twenty grand. So you would that puts you at seven fifty five. And how many days on the market is that? That was four days, right? That was the one that was four days. Uh, no, we went to the one right down, and that's 13 days on the market. Okay, that's re- still too up. soon, doesn't tell me anything. So I know that you would have to be priced below 750 So 749 probably is my best guess of fair market value for yours. So what is the definition of fair market value? This is something that realtors don't get generally. So let's say I have a listing – Michael, this is the quiz, and if you blow it, it's fun for me, and there is no prize if you get it right. That's the thing. You know how it is? Dang it. Dang it. Everything to lose and nothing to gain. Oh, okay. All right, so... um, I know you live, Bob. If I have... He does. McCormick Ranch is where I live. So if I have (laughs) a listing, a listing anywhere on planet Earth... And I'm only getting three showings per week. Uh, could you possibly argue that I am not overpriced? No. Right. If I'm only getting three showings a week, I'm not way overpriced. I'm in the ballpark, but honestly, I'm overpriced. 
if I'm getting three showings a day, so far, by the way, folks, he's doing very well on the quiz because he knows humiliation is coming if he doesn't. So if, I, if I'm getting three showings a day, am I underpriced or overpriced? I think you're still overpriced. Three showings every day. That would be 90 showings in a month. Okay, fine. I'm going to change my answer to I think you're at the right price. I think you're underpriced. That's right. I'm underpriced <laughs> a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. But wouldn't you have to be getting offers? To let's be just, let's, before you humiliate yourself, let's just go with underpriced a little bit. Okay. Okay. The number of offers you get does, does not tell you, is not information that would tell you what fair market value is. The number of showings you get per day. Okay. okay? So if I'm, so in between three a day and three a week, is one a day, and that, my friends, is the definition of fair market value. In my uh, 30 years of experience, or actually 35, but who's counting, uh, tells me that if I have a listing and the market is not shooting down, uh, if I have a listing and I'm getting a showing a day, if I wait no more than 30 days, it will sell at that price. That's, that's a true fact. And I don't care what market okay. you're in, what town you're in, what price range you're in. That's true. So one showing a day is the definition of fair market value. So we're okay. guessing, when we're doing comps, we're guessing what fair market value would be. So let's say uh, I have a house. And uh, let's let's take this house, this 775 house, okay? So let's say... We know the value is seven seventy five because I'm on the market, and I'm getting a showing a day. Okay, so the value of it is seven seventy five. So it's going to sell for seven seventy five, seven eighty, you know, seven sixty. It's you know, it's that's what it's worth. That's what it's going to sell for. And the market's flat. The market's not going up or down. Now the house next door is exactly like it. There's no difference whatsoever between the house next door. Now yours. The value, fair market value, is in fact seven seventy-five. Now your next door neighbor, for whatever reason, sells his house because he's drunk or crazy or stupid to somebody for six hundred thousand dollars. So now you've got this sold comp right next door for six hundred thousand dollars. What does that do to the value of your house that that was Yesterday, seven seventy-five. Does it affect it negatively, positively, or not at all? My first instinct would be it affects it negatively. Nope, because the fair market value is seven seventy-five, and some guy next door selling his way too cheap is not going to affect that. Now, let's say because I'm a fearless agent, I list that guy's house, and I end up doing the magic trick that only fearless agents know how to do. And we're not going to tell people how to do it, but you know how to do it, Michael. And we end up selling it for eight fifty. Does that raise the value of yours? No. Right. Yours, your fair market value is seven seventy five, no matter what the other sold comps are, because fair market value is fair market value, and it has a definition. It's one showing a day. So the fact that somebody was tricked into grossly overpaying, or what more commonly happens, tricked into into under. You know, selling it way too cheap, that doesn't affect the value of your house. 
So one showing a day active in the MLS, and that's assuming there's no angry tenant chasing people away. It is on lockbox. Uh-huh. People can see it conveniently. That That is the definition of fair market value. So uh, now we're going to go to any question you may have, Michael, about pricing in general. Yeah. So going back to this exercise on Charter Oak, um, we thought that the fair market value could be around 800 But after this exercise, looking at these comps that are at $775, um, by the way, let's, know, what, let's, let's say I'm right and fair market value is $750. let us just say I'm okay. right. Okay. Okay. So if, let's, let's take a zero off the end. This is always a good exercise. So that would be 75000 right? Okay. And you had a seller that thought it was worth 800000 right? We're going to take a zero off that, and that's at eighty. Okay. So if a seller... Okay. Thought his house was worth eighty, and it was really only worth seventy-five. Would we call him a psychotic nutwad? No, no, we'd call him a typical seller. He's five thousand high. Yeah. So the seven fifty yeah. is in the ballpark of eight hundred. It really isn't that right. much different. Seems like a bigger number, just because. Well, it is a bigger number. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> let's let's say I wanted to. Uh, sell his house for more than it's worth. Now, 800000 would be $50,000 more than it's worth. If, if you did it right, the way fearless agents do it, it would be quite easy to sell it for eight fifty. So if I sold it for eight fifty, would he be extraordinarily happy? I believe so. I know so. Because he thought it yeah. was worth eight hundred. So anybody that gets fifty grand extra more than their house is worth would be extraordinarily happy. He'd be sending you a steady stream of referrals for the rest of your life, telling everybody how great Michael Graham. He would say, hey, if you want to sell your house, don't even think of calling anybody other than Michael Graham. And I have his phone number right here. It's 480-628-9392. So if you have a house to sell in Scottsdale, call Michael Graham at 480-628-9392 or you're crazy. That's what he would say. Yeah. So that's that would be the goal. Every fearless agent knows how to do that. And uh, so let's assume – that selling an $800,000 house or a $750,000 house for eight hundred and fifty is a magic trick that no non-fearless agent knows how to do. You know that, right, Michael? I do. So obviously, if no other realtor knows how to do it, the seller doesn't know how to do it either, right? Correct. So does he get to have an opinion on how you do it? No. No, of course not. If he has any little tips or ideas or strategy ideas, you know, he can keep them to himself because you have that figured out. So that's your job, Michael, is to sell that guy's house for 50 grand more than it's worth. I'm, I'm of course, going to help you with that. It will happen. And, Michael, did you have fun on the big podcast today? I had lots of fun. Well, thank you so much for being here. And once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. So please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly anytime on my cell phone at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast. 
Uh, and if you don't like the podcast, go directly to our complaint department that's in Bethel, Alaska. You can just check in there. Please do uh, visit us on Twitter. Go to our Facebook. We have the largest closed realtor-only Facebook group in the known universe. You could uh, log on to that. Fearless Agent is what it's called. Uh, there's about 11,000 members, I think, or something like that. But until next week, do what every fearless agent does because we always have fun. Be like Michael. Be humble, even though you have the amazing sales skills. And most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh,